Welcome, welcome to, to Arsenal, Arsenal Kids, Kids Podcast. Hello and welcome to Arsenal Kids Podcast. My name is Ben and I'm joined by my amazing co-host Maddie as we again record while on a short holiday break down in Sydney, Australia. Hello listeners and welcome to episode number 56 from Sydney Virgin Australia Airport Lounge. Great to have you join us for this episode and Maddie, the football is starting to flow thick and fast at the moment, but what are we talking about on Arsenal Kids Podcast this time? Well, in part one we are looking at the victory away to Bournemouth. Where we had two headed goals and dispatched two penalties to continue our unbeaten streak. And then, in part number two, we look at uh, Women's Super League opening day loss to Liverpool. Where a record-breaking crowd were unable to kickstart our season with a win as we went down one goal to nil, which was only our second opening day defeat in Women's Super League history. A quick reminder that if you do like listening to Arsenal Kids, it would mean a lot to us if you took the time to like, subscribe, rate and review wherever it is that you listen to us. And just to send us your comments and questions. Just email us at info at arsenalkids.com. You can also get in touch with us via our Facebook page. Just search for Arsenal Kids or look for us on Twitter. Thanks for being here with us. So here in part one, Rice and Saka, who had injury concerns, were back into the day starting lineup, along with David Rayer continuing to be preferred in goal to Aaron Ramsdale. We came in looking to continue our dominance against Bournemouth in recent seasons, and with Bournemouth coming into the game without a win from their opening seat. But just as the hosts began to find their feet, we scored the first goal. We did. Martin Odegaard's clipped pass down Gabriel Jesus at the far post and his header hit the post, wrong-footed the keeper and the Bournemouth defence and it allowed Bukayo Saka to easily nod the ball with his head into the empty net. It is only the second-headed goal of the career date, of the career to the date. And the goal came at a good time as it settled us down. We seemed more relaxed in possession and Odegaard nearly took advantage of that time and space as his threaded pass to Jesus saw his cross turned away from the corner. And from that set piece, Alex Zinchenko fired a 20-yard shot goalward with the keeper just palming it away to safety. And we continue to dominate possession that's until... Zinchenko and Nketiah exchanged passes into the area and the striker was then brought down by the defender's challenge. The referee had not option but to the point to the spot. Saka picked up the ball but handed it this time to the skipper Odegaard who calmly stroked his effort low into the corner sending the keeper the wrong way. We were good for the two-gold lead, and aside from Raya having to make a saving injury time of the first half, we went into the break two goals to the good. In the second half, Odegaard looked to pick up where he left off with a great through ball to Saka that was smothered by the keeper. But it was when we got our third goal that we could finally start breathing easier once again. This time, it was Odegaard who again picked up possession inside the penalty box before he was crudely brought down by the Bournemouth defender. Once again, it 
it was an easy decision yep. from the referee to point yeah. on the spot. He was well positioned and the defender who couldn't believe it, he might think again when he sees the replays, was quickly dismissed and the penalty was given. Once again, Saka, our standard penalty taker, grabbed the ball, but this time he handed it to a different teammate, as Kai Havertz was given responsibility, and he stepped up and confidently struck his first goal in Arsenal colours. And no sooner had the ball hit the net, than the Germany was mobbed by the teammates. He was mobbed by his teammates. They took him over in front of the travelling Arsenal supporters, who drew up a new chant very quickly to Shakira's Waka Waka, which did not stop being sung throughout most of the rest of the game. Havertz then nearly created a goal for Enkedia moments later, but his low cross was cut out. Enkedia then found some space and fired a shot just wide after. Then Saka was clattered. Again. Yep, again. And our dominance early meant that Mikel Arteta, though, could rest some of his players, including Saka, with an eye to midweek Champions League football and our game coming up on the weekend. Emil Smith-Rowe was one of those subs, and he nearly crowned the win late on with a couple of chances, with the keeper being big enough on both occasions to keep them out of the net. We did get a fourth goal in injury time, however, when Ben White rose highest to head in Martin Odegaard's in-swinging free kick. It meant we came away with a confidence-boosting four goals to nil win, meaning we are still yet to concede a goal on our travels this season. What's next for the men's team now, Ben? Now it is off to Northern France to face Lons in midweek Champions League football, and then we face reigning Premier League champions Manchester City at the Emirates on the weekend, our last game before a two-week international break. OK, let's leave it there for part one. We'll be right back after after this. Okay, welcome back. And in part two, we're looking at our women's team, Super League season opener. Which was played in front of a record-breaking crowd at the end. Yes, there was 54,115 people in attendance, but we fell to only our second ever opening day defeat. And we dominated the game early, winning four corners inside the opening 10 minutes and refusing to allow the visitors time or space in their own half. Their keeper made a number of brilliant stops against the Lotte Wuben Moy header, a Katie McCabe long range cross slash shot, and Frieda Marnham's powerful volley. But the Liverpool defence continued to frustrate the Gunners with lots of bodies in the box and a low block. There was a moment of magic from the skipper. Little. There was, who shrugged off her defender and struck the ball cleanly, but again the Liverpool keeper was equal to the shot. Which meant we headed down the tunnel on level terms. But it was Liverpool that seemed to come out of the sheds more ready for the second half, as an unmarked Miri Taylor gave the visitors the lead in the 48th minute. This spurred the Gunners into a bit of life, with head coach Jonas Eidevall making three changes after 60 minutes, with Amanda Illestet among them, making her Super League debut as we tried to force a breakthrough. Several goal-wide clearance kept the visitors narrowing in front. With 
Christina Blackstenius coming close to getting on the end of Leah Volpe's perfectly threaded path. In the end, however, our gunners were unable to find the much-needed breakthrough, and we start the season off in defeat. It was good, however, to see almost all of our new signings get their home debuts in the red and white on this occasion. And as the team spend more time together, I think the coach said they had only had 10 sessions in total as a team together due to the hectic international schedule. You can imagine that they will only gel better together. What's next now for the women's team, Ben? Well, they don't play now until the weekend where they're gonna face Manchester United away. And it's gonna be a, the first time that we see the ladies in their new away kit. I am looking forward to it. Me too. Okay, that's all for this time. Thanks again for joining us at Arsenal Kids Podcast. It would mean a lot to us if you would. Please like, subscribe, rate and review wherever you listen to us. And no matter where you listen to us. We would love to hear from you and for you to share the podcast with other Arsenal kids. We hope to join you back on the pitch again soon. Okay, bye for now. Goodbye. Whoa, that was cool.